Hello, listeners. Matt here. Hey, are you Pottern family? Go on Twitter and search the hashtag Pottern family or follow at Pottern family to find a bevy of great podcasts, including this one. That's hashtag Pottern family or at Pottern family on Twitter. Part of the Rewatching Good Television Podcast Network. It's the Sorkin Cast. Here's your host, Matthew Murdick. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Sorkin Cast. It's episode 61 of the podcast. It's our feedback podcast for the season we just completed, the Newsroom Season 1. That's what we looked at. We look at all of the Aaron Sorkin shows, and I just want to announce right up the front, our polls closed on Thanksgiving. You have chosen for us to go back to the West Wing. We'll be covering Season 3 of the West Wing uh, when we return from our little hiatus coming up. My name is Matt Murdick, and I am from SorkinCast.wordpress.com. That's where you can find all of the back episodes of the podcast. You can find contact links, social media links. You can also find podcast app links, and I would love it if you would take the time to leave me a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcast app that you use because the written reviews help me stay more noticeable amongst all of the other podcasts that are covering some of the same stuff like The West Wing or The Newsroom or what have you. Like I said, we're going to be covering West Wing Season 3 when we come back. Now, here's the catch. I probably won't be able to get back to this podcast until about the beginning of March, um, but we will uh, resume then. My touring schedule in January and February is just too crazy for me to be able to put all together all of the clips and have guests and all of that stuff Um, And, of course, with the holidays coming up as well, which I hope that you all have a happy and safe holiday season, uh, whatever holidays that you happen to celebrate. Um, But with that as well, I'm just not going to have enough time to get stuff together to be able to give you concurrent episodes or, you know, consecutive episodes, I guess I should say, until releasing them sometime in March. All right, uh, it's enough business about the podcast. Uh, we have a, a little bit of feedback this time around, and uh, it's time to acknowledge iTunes reviews and, and such that have come out over the last few months since the last time we read some iTunes reviews. Uh, again, if you ever want to contact the podcast, feel free to send an email to sorkincast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at sorkincast on Twitter, or you can leave a voicemail, 314-669-1840. Let's get to some of these podcast app reviews. This one in iTunes, in the U.S. iTunes store, from Danny Girl 618 who gave it five stars, says, What a great podcast. Matt does a great job of actually analyzing the episodes and really looking deeply into the dialogue and character motivation. He often gives me a perspective that I hadn't thought of through my close to dozen rewatchings of The West Wing. I'm excited for his coverage of the newsroom as I only discovered it this past summer and don't have it memorized. If you're a fan of The West Wing Weekly, you should check out this podcast. They cover the same episodes, but from very different angles. This makes them great companions, not competitors. And uh, Danny Girl 618 thank you so much for that review. I really appreciate it. 
We have another one here from Anastasia331. This one from the Canadian iTunes store. Uh, it's titled from Karen in Ontario, and it is four stars. said, I started listening to back episodes of the podcast via iTunes as I went out for my daily walks, and it quickly became the favorite part of my day. I was actually pretty disappointed when I caught up to you and now have to wait a week between podcasts. I really enjoy the work you do. It has inspired me to go back and rewatch my all-time favorite television show for the upteenth time so as to be in sync with your commentary. I love how the podcast is broken down, quick jabs, walk and talk, and then broken down into parts. You do a great job choosing clips and in a show that can be quite verbose and has a lot of scenes, that depends so heavily on the amazing score or song choices, you edit them really well. I'm a comedian, and although I consider myself fairly well educated on American politics and government, sometimes you help to clarify things that are making me reflect in a way that I had not before. I really look forward to your upcoming podcasts on the newsroom and seeing how you structure the show. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Thank you, Anastasia331 in the Canadian iTunes store. And with that, we'll just move right into the feedback. This podcast will probably be pretty quick. Uh, let's go to some tweets first. First, I have to say, I received so many tweets from at Steve Rogers Jr. that I'm not sure that I can read them all. So I did favor to them. I, I like them in the Twitter. And so you can go and look back at my likes on the Twitter page uh, if you want to read all of them. But some of Steve's highlights include, uh, and this is in regard to some of the newsroom stuff, Rudy is overrated, filled with inaccuracies, and quite frankly, this is how I feel about Notre Dame. Um, and then also this one, newsroom is more infuriating than West Wing in terms of dealing with the non-conservative viewpoints. Uh, and how about this one? Don is Will Bailey slash Dr. Bashir of the newsroom. An annoying character who grows, though not in Will's case, for you to like. Okay. Uh, and finally, this one. Uh, when did you become Ted Baxter? Doesn't make up for the lack of dumb and dumber references, but a damn good quip. All right. Thank you very much uh, for all of those tweets. Steve, really appreciate him. And like I said, uh, I favorited all of Steve's tweets over the last few months. And you can see them on my Twitter page. Just go to the, my main profile and then hit, hit the likes part and they'll all be, come up for you. Uh, pretty much in the order that they, he sent them. Also have this tweet from Veracited. Uh, I think is how you say that. I uh, apologize. It's V-E-R-A-C-I-D-A-D. Um, just listen to Sorkincast 56. I'm a romantic. Always thought that Will lied to Charlie and therapist about the ring and was telling the truth to Mac. Oh, well, that's sweet. I'm, I'm not sure that I agree, but um, I like that idea. That would be great if that's the, the case that it would be. Um, so good thought there. And uh, we'll move on to emails now. This one from Jim, who says, Hey, Matt, big fan of the show. Looking forward to the wrap-up. You've really nailed some of the character flaws for Newsroom. I admit, I think I was a little refreshing to see Jim and Don fall into the gray area instead of having easy, useful answers for their relationship problems. I like that Jim gets it wrong sometimes and that Don is trying to get it right, and neither are 100% successful. I'm not sure about you, but it left the woman a little more sidelined than they should have been. Maybe going forward, Sorkin's women will have a lot more choice in their lives. 
Not sure if you entirely agree, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Does Sorkin write women less effectively as men? Either way, great show about another great show. And they included their newsroom awards uh, for season one. Favorite scene, Will and the Pants. Least favorite scene, Charlie uh, breaking the news to the informant. I feel like there was a way to keep his very relevant story in the news. Charlie was a little gun shy for some obvious reasons. All right. Um, thank you very much, Jim, for the email. In regards to does Sorkin write women less effectively than men? Um, perhaps. Um, there's been characters that Sorkin has written uh, that we've covered on this show. I feel like um, the, the, the girlfriend in uh, The Social Network was very well written. I felt like, uh, I, I feel like that um, a show like a West Wing or, or a Sports Night or even a Newsroom, um, sometimes Sorkin gives the more comedic elements to the women themselves. Um, and that's kind of refreshing, kind of a flip, uh, because they're not done in the way where they're necessarily the one that the joke's about, but they're done in the way that, the, you know, they're making the jokes which I, I kind of like that. Um, but I, Sorkin's a man, obviously. He probably knows more about how to write men than he does women. I would think that any writer uh, would tend to be that way about their own sex. Now, you can become more practiced at it. I feel like George R. Martin, for instance, as a writer of books, writes women very well um, and being in their head and, and stuff. Um, Sorkin maybe is not as effective as, that, as say, like a George R. R. Martin um, but, uh, I never really thought about it being a gender thing. That's a great possibility. So thanks for the email, Jim. Let's move on to Josh's email who says, hi, Matt, I've been enjoying your coverage and thoughts on season one of the newsroom below are my lists for favorites and least favorites, but I have a quick gripe to pick about your scoring system. Obviously this is your podcast and you can rate and rank things however you like, and I'm not here to contest your opinions. However, I find fault with the condition that your rating scale, that a rank of an episode 9 or higher, has to be an episode that you would want to show someone to get them into the series. In this sense, you are basically limiting yourself to standalone episodes that can be viewed with little or no context. For instance, I think Two Cathedrals and Seventeen People are phenomenal, if not the best episodes of the West Wing, but I would never introduce someone to the series with those episodes as a reason they are so good for the context from the season. You mentioned that the Stackhouse filibuster is one of your favorites and you would want to show people that episode to introduce them to the show. I completely agree as this works as a great standalone episode that holds little consequence to the overall storyline of the season. But is punishing an episode because it has too much seasonal arc storyline really fair? I would understand that aspect of your scoring system if The West Wing was a complete episodic or serial show like Monk or Psych, etc. While many great episodes are just standalones, many of the best are a result of the multiple episode buildup. Anyway, you do a fabulous job maintaining this podcast, and I'll shut up now because it's such a tiny quibble. Uh, before we get into your newsroom awards, Josh, let me just address that. Um, that's a great point. You know, um, that that is something that uh, I have thought about in terms. We I started that scoring system when I started a, a Supernatural podcast 
with uh, Samantha. It's called Supernatural the Road So Far. And I did about a year of that podcast with Samantha and then turned it over to her uh, to continue with. And because so much of Supernatural is, uh, you know, that procedural week to week kind of thing, especially the first couple of seasons, um, that seemed to be a great way to, to do the scoring. And I just kind of brought it over um, from the uh, Supernatural The Road So Far podcast to the Sorkin cast, thinking that it would work the same way. Um, and I probably should have thought about that since, uh, you know, for the very reasons that you stated, not sure that I'm going to change it cause I'm kind of lazy and I'm kind of busy, <laughs> but, uh, I think your point is well taken and, um, you've seen me break the rules sometimes. It's like, it doesn't really matter if you don't know what's going on. It's just such a good episode. Um, I, I have broken that rule, uh, with the newsroom and with West Wing. So I'll continue to break the rule every once in a while. Uh, if I feel like an episode really merits it. Uh, Josh, let's get to your newsroom uh, awards and favorite character, Will, favorite episode, The Greater Fool, favorite scene is a toss up between Will's smackdown of Nina Howard in the bar when she calls herself a journalist and the scene in The Greater Fool when Mac, Will and Charlie figure out in the hospital that Mac's phone was hacked and whose Baba O'Reilly takes over as Will gets himself out of bed. Favorite guest star, Will's therapist, Dr. Habib in Bullies, or Solomon Hancock in Late for Dinner. Those are good. Uh, least favorite character, Reese. I think he's written very one-sided. Least favorite episode, The Blackout Part 1. Least favorite scene, Max's speech to the newsroom when the power goes out. Too over the top for me. Those are great choices, Josh. Thank you so much for the email and uh, taking the time to write in. really appreciate it. Uh, We have this email from Danny, um, who says, I'm a recent fan of the podcast. I found Sorkin cast about a month ago, and I've just caught up on all of the episodes. I work in a lab and have been marathoning the cast while I work. Although now that I'm caught up, I will only get a new episode once a week. I'm not sure what I'll listen to all day now. I know some people have compared you to the West Wing Weekly, and I think you're both great in different areas. They've got the edge on behind the scenes, and Joshua Molina personally knowing actors, Aaron Sorkin himself, and they get to focus on that. But I think you do a much better job of actually analyzing the episode itself and really looking deeply into the dialogue and character motivation, and often give me a perspective that I hadn't thought of through my close to dozen rewatchings. I'm also excited about the newsroom. I just watched it for the first time this summer. So unlike the West Wing, where you have every episode basically memorized, I actually need to rewatch the newsroom with you. It's also interesting because I don't have my episode opinions set in stone. On to the main reason I'm emailing. In the feedback episode for the second half of West Wing Season 2, a listener made a comment about the horseshoe crabs being a beach nuisance like a jellyfish, or at most good for bait. This had my blood boiling. Not only is there a horseshoe crab industry, but it's vitally important to our medical community. If you have ever had an IV medication or a variety of medical equipment, you should thank the horseshoe crab. There is a compound in horseshoe crabs, blood, uh, we'll just call it uh, limus, we'll call it LAL, I can't pronounce that, I'm sorry Danny, Um, that is used to test medication and equipment for bacterial contamination. Their blood has even been used on the space station. Every year thousands of horseshoe crabs 
are harvested, they give a blood donation, just like you or I would, and then are released. Horseshoe crabs have been around since the time of the dinosaurs, virtually unchanged, literally a living fossil. And now their populations are declining, a lot of which is the fault of people. So please take care of these awesome animals. I have a Bachelor of Science and a Master's of Science in Marine Biology and have actually worked at the Jersey Shore helping educate people about these amazing animals and others. But don't take my word for it. There are a couple of links with more info. I'll put those links in the show notes, folks, so that you have them to look at for yourself. And uh, Danny goes on to say, I know I'm too late for the West Wing Season 2 feedback, but you talked a lot about the scene in 17 People between Toby and the President and how Bartlett is upset that Toby forgets the human side of Bartlett's condition. I agree with that to an extent, but I also felt that a large part of why Bartlett is so upset is because he knows Toby is right. Because let's face it, there's nothing worse than when you know you're in the wrong and someone else points it out to you. Also, for season two, favorite guest star, I would have to go for Ainsley, except that I feel like we see her enough and we don't feel like she's a guest star, but a regular season actor. Hey, if Mandy was considered a full timer, I think Ainsley should be. I feel like she got more on screen time, if not more actual episodes. So right behind her, I would put Oliver Platt as Oliver Babish. I just love the scene with his big hammer. It cracks me up every time. Two things that I've learned from the West Wing Weekly that I thought you might like to know. Joshua Molina had stated that Aaron Sorkin is awful at referring back to the, quote, Bible, which is basically the big book that details everything they've said about each character. Thus, all the inconsistencies come up. I think once they mentioned that the attorney general is black, and then when we meet the attorney general, he was a white guy. The other was in regards to the decision to have the president have MS. Stalker Channing wanted to do more of the show, so Aaron went to a medical consultant or a consultant of some kind. It's been a while since I listened to it, but basically asked what kind of disease I could give him that wouldn't have shown up in a routine medical exam and basically backfilled in the medical stuff to have a reason to bring Abby in more. Also, There was a part about how he wanted a story with the president in bed all morning watching daytime TV. If you made it this far, thanks for reading. Please keep up the good work. I really enjoy the podcast. Hopefully, as we go through the newsroom, I'll have more feedback and maybe some votes on favorites, least favorites. I don't Twitter, but I'll try to get on iTunes to review before long. And I think that you did. Danny, um, thank you very much for your review. Thanks so much for the information about horseshoe crabs. I had no idea about any of that. Um, And, uh, you know, the West Wing Weekly podcast is not really something that I listen to because I really don't want those viewpoints to color what my analysis of West Wing is. So I don't really listen to it. But I love it when I hear from people who say things uh, about what is said there because then... You know, if I've already covered an episode or such, um, then I can look and compare to what my thinking and maybe readjust my thinking or or what have you or just get a different perspective. So um, really appreciate that. So thank you very much, Danny. Really appreciate you taking the time to send the email and for the iTunes review. Thanks for contributing to the podcast. All right. You've heard everybody else's uh, newsroom awards. So let's get to mine. And this will be the last part of the podcast. Um, 
let's see, my favorite character in Newsroom is probably Charlie because he can be such an idiot uh, and so over the top, and yet he's the best Don Quixote that anybody could ever have, right? I mean, he's Don Quixote, right? Um, my least favorite character, now that's a little more tough. I, I think I'd nominate all three of Don, Jim, and Maggie just because I hate that stupid love triangle stuff. Uh, that's just a personal pet peeve of mine. Um, and you probably heard that ring through in some of my reviews. Um, so unfortunately, I got to tag all three characters with that, even though it's really the writing and not the characters themselves is still part of the show. And it made some of that stuff not very fun for me to watch. Uh, favorite episode has to be bullies for me. Um, I don't even remember if it got my highest rating, but it was, I was definitely moved by that episode. I thought, uh, just like Josh, I thought Dr. Habib, uh, was fantastic in it. Um, I did like Solomon Hancock also, uh, but, uh, and the whole Dr. Habib storyline and all of that was just super good. Um, least favorite, um, most of the episodes are actually kind of meh to me these days, um, I think the shock of the complete slapstick of 2.0, because uh, the, the first episode had some slapstick in it, but it was it did have the serious oil rig story and all of that. And then 2.0 just got like ridiculously slapstick. So that to me was kind of a big letdown. And then uh, parts of the blackout eps, I wasn't a big fan of either. Um, even though they do have some good moments in them. Um, and if I look at them and I rate them, you know, how I rate an episode and whether I actually like the episode or not um, can sometimes be two different things because I'm inconsistent that way. Uh, my favorite scene. Oh, it's tough. Um, Charlie and Sloan going at it when he suspended her. I thought that that was fantastically beautiful. Uh, just a great clash and funny. And, um, and, and it was cool to see Sloan sticking up for herself and to see Charlie just go all ballistic. Um, but also in, in that same episode is, is will, um, when they tell Sloan how to fix it and he's got that whole, you know, right beside you and in front thing, the whole thing, how he's defending against bullies. Um, that, that was very moving for me as well. Uh, and of course that, uh, that great actor who was, uh, who played the Rick Santorum, uh, aid, uh, that was a fantastic performance as well. Um, so I got lots of scenes from bullies, uh, are amongst my favorites. Uh, least favorite scene probably has to do any, anything to do with McKenzie's ex. Um, the writer that butchered Newsnight, uh, as we heard in the last episode, but, uh, he was in the two-parter, the blackout two-parter, and I didn't like him at all. Uh, and so any scene that he's in probably would, uh, go into my least favorites. Favorite guest star for me would have to be Jane Fonda. She's always amazing. What an amazing woman. Least favorite guest star. I don't really have one. I think everybody was pretty good. Um, can I just pick a cameo of like the, the beauty contest candidate who was all, you know, who she was the guest for the Arizona bill. That was, that was, uh, really, really terrible, terrible writing and not great delivery. So uh, I'll just throw her in there just to have one. And folks, that's going to do it for our feedback podcast. Thank you so much for writing in, taking the time to write in. If you did, thanks so much for listening over the course of Newsroom Season 1. Next year, in March, we will return with West Wing Season 3, 
We'll begin uh, with the Isaac and Ishmael episode, which was actually a special episode written specifically just to address 9-11. As we all know, Aaron Sorkin, the whole country, was really affected by 9-11, and Aaron Sorkin wanted to say something about that um, through his characters, his beloved characters on the West Wing. And uh, we will start with that, even though it's part, not really part of the series story, um, I know that our friend Bubba from the Double P Podcast Network said that that was the one episode of the West Wing that he saw uh, live on air. So maybe I can get him back to talk about that one um, when we return. And again, I apologize that it's going to be probably March. I'm just a little bit uh, busy these days and I'm doing my best to keep up. And, and once I start giving content, you know, even with these long breaks in between, once I get start getting content in, I want to be able for it to go all the way through. So um, thanks again for listening. Here's all of my contact information. Happy holidays, whatever holidays you celebrate. Or if you celebrate none, just be safe, be happy. And uh, we'll see you in March of 2017. Take care. Find all of the back episodes, links, and more information at sorkincast.wordpress.com. Leave the podcast a written review at our iTunes or Stitcher store pages. To submit feedback, send emails to sorkincast at gmail.com or call 314-669-1840. The Sorkin Cast is a member of the Rewatching Good TV Network.